Yeah, I just had um a few pastries. A few pastries? Well, like in the oven, like vegetarian pastry shit. I don't know. Is Elise not home tonight? No, she is. <laughs> it's so... <laughs> <laughs> it's like judgments based on what I eat. Oh, it's, it's, <laughs> did you hear the keyword vegetarian? I wouldn't get it if it was yeah, like, that's true. dumber. That's wow. <laughs> Content catcher. Friends and enemies, welcome back to episode 23 of the Content Catch-Up Barks. It's another Friday night special, isn't it? That's, yes, two weeks in a row. And boy, do we have a treat for you. Just want to put that out there. Got ourselves a vino. Oh, okay. And that's nice. What... It's a nice little red number. Okay. Um, and I highly recommend that before you listen to this interview, you go and get yourself a nice little bottle of something, bottle of okay. red, bottle of whiskey, sit down because, boy, do we have a treat for you today. It's, and that treat. <laughs> it sounds like um, you just repeated my teaser. Well, I'd said it better, didn't I? Yeah, I think you did. Anyway, so <laughs> enough of that. We've got Mike. I didn't actually ask. I think it's Corbett or Corbett. I don't know. We've got Mike from <laughs> Dunk Comp. <laughs> Mackie D. Mackie D. So we'll just stick with Mackie D. Um, so theme of today is side passion projects. And I don't know if I've seen one bigger in, in certainly my interest, basketball, than Dunk Comp. And, well, I guess we'll, it's just easier if he explains it, right? So we jump into yeah, it. Yeah, let's jump into it. Here he is. Mike Corbett, ladies and gentlemen. Is that creepy? Friends and enemies, welcome to another episode of the pod. Thank you for tuning in. We appreciate it like usual. Julian is has joined me again, so welcome, Jules. Made it back to the show. For the 40-ish esque time. Thank God. Tw- <laughs> 23rd episode of the the season two but more importantly we're joined by someone well we're going to go into the the world of starting a side passion project and basically building it into an empire is what i'm going to call it because we love it everybody loves it it's in the basketball world we'll get heavily into that shortly but mike welcome to the show thanks Thank you very much. So I'm referring to you as Barks. <laughs> you can call, you can call me whatever whatever you want, but Barks is what we've, we've I guess we might. We'll, we'll run we'll run Barks. Yeah, it's probably easier. Yeah, I think this is going to be more confusing for me than anyone else. <laughs> That's all right. Yeah. Well, we'll, <laughs> let's go Barks, and I can be Mike. That sounds good to me. Oh, that'll work. But no, thanks for having me, boys. Thank, Thank you, you very much. How how are you? How's the year been treating you? You're obviously in lockdown, but what's what's in the what's happening yeah. in the NBL off season? Anything exciting? Any yeah. any oh. any uh, gossip? <laughs> any off season? What's, what's <laughs> an off season? Yeah. No. Um, look, it was a grueling season, the yeah. NBL twenty one that was, and and it just sort of kept going and going and going and the end was almost a little bit anticlimactic. I don't yeah. know. You know, I think it's with sports in general, even when the NBA finals finished the other day, it was like, you're kind of just so invested. And then it just is like bang and over within a, you know, a game, yeah, a decider or a, you know, a series clinching win. And it's just, that's what kind of happened with United. And now we're into just that little free agency, which free agency started straight away, straight into the Olympics, which is good. Yeah, you know we're all very heavily invested in that boomers team and kind of 
having some NBL players in the squad definitely helps, makes it relevant. I think even if we didn't, we'd probably all just post about it regardless because it's, you know, aren't, there, aren't, aren't too many people getting around all that stuff, which is a shame, but I think we're a medal away from it being very, very relevant yeah. in this country, basketball. Like we were talking before, there is still the community of followers like um, our our small ones in this content catch-up pod, but there is the people that get around the Aussie basketball and follow the boomers. So hopefully we can get some good news, but um, we'll dive more into uh, the dunk con side of things. Cause we did have your colleague and my brother Darren on to chat about the NBL side of things. And Jules got very sick of us, both of us, but um, oh, I don't know if you've ever been in the should. same room with both of them, Mike, but it's, it's a lot. <laughs> it, it's, it's comfortable <laughs> the twins, isn't it? I, I did. I did. I did tune into that episode. It was great. But you're right. Darren did cover off and gave us all our shout outs and stuff. And so yeah, we can we can do. That. I like this this sort of passion project element because there's a lot of passion. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. A lot of now, passion. Now, before we dive too far into that, Mike, um, we like to put our guests through one of the most rigorous um, get to know yous going around in the sports uh, content communities. It's called the One Minute Brief, and it's starting now. Welcome to the One Minute Brief. Your time starts now. Apart from Mike, because that's the easy answer, what is your nickname? Nickname is Mackie. Or Mackie. Mackie, yeah. Mm. Now we're going to need an explanation. Quick then. explanation. Stemmed from my initials, Michael Andrew Corbett, abbreviated to Mac. Oh. And then I sort of I like dabbled that. in the rap world. So it kind of had to sound a little bit more rappy, hence the Mackie. And then throw a D on the end just because <laughs> D is easy to rhyme with a lot of things. And yeah. So yeah. And it sort of stuck. Like, I think, yeah. I think there was a time when Mackie. My, my family called me Mackie, which was, yeah. You know, so the D actually has nothing to do with no, you. The D. It was just like I said, it was a very easy to rhyme letter of the alphabet. <laughs> Is that like yeah. how like a lot of new rappers now have just got Lil in front of I think of them? so. Like... Maybe, it, yeah, that's the, that's the new school kind of alternative, <laughs> like Lil, whoever. The... And if I was, if I was but... rapping in a time after the early noughties, maybe I would have been a Lil Mackie. But... <laughs> Lil Mackie. <laughs> you might need to bring Lil. it back. It would be good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mackie, uh, what is your job title officially? Job title, well, MBL content creative kind of, or content, yeah, creative manager. Um, just basically looking after all the socials. And I guess in effect, a similar title would would be linked to Dunk Comp. I mean, maybe, yeah, let's make me sound official. So it's like, you know, creative director or something, a name that I can't flex <laughs> at the at the MBL. I'll... Um, yeah, I'm a creative director, Jules. Like that that's what we, what we need to know. <laughs> <laughs> um, what is the favorite bit of content that you've worked on? Oof. Okay. Jeez, we're we're pretty prolific pumping out mixes, so that's like choosing yeah, a favorite one. child. I'm gonna go with my Nikola Jokic mix. Okay. Which kind of dropped at a time when you know, obviously everyone knew who Nikola Jokic was, but in terms of timing, like with a lot of this social stuff, the timing of that dropping was perfect because he really started to make moves. He'd been doing um, 
everyone used to ridicule me because I'd, you know, always draft him first in a fantasy draft and, you know, was so committed to, to the, the big guy from Serbia. And now he paid dividends and that mix went proper, proper viral. You'd say viral. Like it's hard to get things viral. to go viral, but viral, <laughs> there's a level of virality to it. <laughs> um, and yeah, let's go with that big honey. Love it. And the last one, and this one always stumps people up, but it sounds like from the initial things, you might already have one, but what's your best non-work skill? (laughs) I've probably got a couple of little hidden skills. I've heard you're a bit of cod. No, I'm terrible at cod, but that's definitely (laughs) not a skill. My skill would be in (laughs) sledging young really good cod players refs. and, and refs <laughs> mate you've got a cheat sheet on me this is not fair this is it's not all, fair it's all guys we're not getting into bullying this. is what we're getting at we're, yeah. we're not getting into the refs but <laughs> I don't know if you can call it bullying when you're getting absolutely destroyed I'm just kind of witty with words which I think is probably my strong suit in the workplace which we'll get into later but um, yeah I mean geez, I dabbled I was a rapper back in the day I don't know. I'm not going to put that as a skill though, because it was pretty, pretty bad. I think that's a it was skill. pretty bad. And, and that kind of leans into that um, witty with words, because you can't be bad with words yeah. when you're a rapper. Oh, you? yeah, wordplay. So let's say wordplay, and then I do a pretty good um, Crane from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles impersonation. Okay. Now you, we're going to need to hear wow. that. Do you, do, you know, <laughs> do you know Crane, the little pink brain on Ninja Turtles? Yep. I thought I did. Oh, yeah. I can't look, you can't look at me because my face goes really <laughs> horrible. Can I cover my camera and just Turn do your it? camera off. <laughs> yeah. All you right, do whatever you got to do. <laughs> What's your battle that will you promised me a brother. That's not what I was expecting. Anyway, I think that I, is a great non-work skill. That is, yeah. It's really um, helped. Um, no, it hasn't helped me get anywhere. But, you know, it's, it's kind of fun. fun can, we, can we appreciate that that... Um, in between uh, abusing kids online for COD and rapping was all equal of like you weighing up what your best skill was. Three very different things. Yeah, versatile. Oh, yeah. Versatility is um, is key. I also do a pretty good elbow, but we'll, we'll save that for later. We'll have a whole segment yeah. of impersonation. Maybe we can um, finish we'll, off on Elmo. This minute has just, this minute has blown out. <laughs> It's, it's, Sorry, ne- it's never gone for a minute we actually need to rename that because it's never gone for a minute um why don't we stop talking about impersonations and start talking about why we, why you're here does that, that sound good very good so bit of background listeners i first met mike when i was doing a bit of freelance work for the nbl and lo and behold he had his own video editing company um called Dunkop. that's how i see it but i want to see i want you to explain yeah. it a bit better oh. than that so what what is Dunk Comp and I guess what separates it from any ordinary video editing brand? Dunk Comp it didn't start as video editing. And I think when we first met, but oh. it wasn't. Scrap yeah, no, but no. Hey, look, you know, like any business, the goalposts move. And, you know, I was definitely took some inspiration from what you guys were doing. But um, that was years ago that we had our first. And I remember, like, you know, you guys were on the hustle with your side project and, um, Dunk Comp existed. 
I started it with a mate um, in Sydney. I was still working in the music industry at the time, so I wasn't even working for the NBL. And just the love of basketball and music and sort of pop culture in general. So it just started as something to express that, I guess. And the initial idea, which was sort of slowly done in drips and drabs, was making merch and and doing sort of some kind of pop culture, basketball, music, crossover kind of T-shirts and whatnot that, I'd, that we'd want to wear. I mean, that's how every good sort of passion yeah. project starts. I think you're making stuff for yourself. And then turned into the video juggernaut that you just mentioned, just by way of sort of then starting at the NBL and just being around basketball constantly and then sort of dabbling and teaching myself just the basics of um, video editing. And don't get it twisted, we still operate on a very basic level of, um, of video editing, but I think that in effect is kind of what maybe separates us a bit because it's it's, it's just as much about the, the videos and the basketball highlights as it is the music. So I mentioned music background, then into the basketball world. So it was kind of this perfect little um, meeting of my two, you know, seriously things that I'm passionate about most. And, you know, then just started teaching myself to do it, seeing your mixes, your brother's mixes, other people. Like I was never really in that mixtape community, which I think probably helped a bit that I wasn't, you know, basing my stuff on anyone else's thing. I just kind of dabbled and people were like, oh, that's kind of cool. Like, or, you know, that goes really well yeah. together. Um, and then here we are now just, yeah, like you said, we've grown quite quickly, I guess, but I mean, not yes and no, actually. There was a, there was definitely a burst of growth and now it's just kind of, you know, we've got this little nice community of like-minded people, I think are on our, on our channel which is kind of ref refreshing. I think, I think you can give yourself kudos because it, it's grown to an impressive number. And I know like trying to start my own thing, it is bloody hard. And I guess how, how do you find actually getting the idea to obviously start the your own brand, but I guess the excitement of actually trying to do it and what would you sort of, is there any tips for people out there that might have their own idea of actually, is the, is the message just do it, think, just give uh, it a yeah, shot? Honestly, I sort of just, looping back to that bit about um, just making content that you'd want to make, like purely that was a hundred percent what it was. There was no illusions of grandeur or anything when it first started. I just, you know, noticed a distinct lack of Alex Caruso mixes on the internet. So I made an Alex Caruso <laughs> mix or, a, you know, I wanted that like longer Nikola Jokic thing to showcase how incredible he was at basketball when people were kind of like, who is this big white guy from Serbia that just kind of, you know, is a member of the Denver Nuggets. And it, I, th I think that's where it, it works best, right? So you make it, you love it, you put it up because, you know, that's what you do, create an account. Um, which anyone can do. And I encourage every, everyone to do it. I mean, we see people and people are always DMing us and asking us about our video editing. And I, like, I wish I had the answers, but I am not a video editor. I mean, I am now, and I could probably get away with saying I am and people dig it, but yeah, like I see other people's mixes and I'm like, wow. But there is something in the simplicity of what we do. So it's, yeah big on the music, big on the yeah. music. Cause it's, it's as much about heroing the music, which is a very 
tricky area and why I can't direct you to our Twitter account anymore because we might have got a couple of DMCA notices. Oh, and, um, I was looking for you the other day and I thought you once existed and it, uh, we that explains very it. big on Twitter. I think it was a sad day for the NBA Twitter community when Dunk Comp just kind of mysteriously <laughs> vanished. Fell but, off. Um, <laughs> yeah, so it's very cowboy. Obviously, um, you know, I don't know if you want to get into this in this little section, but... You know, when you're working with other people's IP, you know, vision, music, but then yeah, it's quintessentially dunk comp, but you are, you know, I, I look at it like we, you know, and this again touches on the, the hip hop background of like sampling to create music and, you know, that all those kind of culture plays that I loved when I was young had that kind of sample element to it. So taking something that you love and putting your own spin on it, you know, and then pumping it out. So it's, it is in effect very you, but at any time, like the Twitter instance, you can just be, the rug can be pulled from underneath you. And it's like, well, there go all our, you know, like, you know, and it's sad because I didn't document all that stuff. Like the Jokic mix had like 4 million views. I think some of PV's little like, like his little Lonnie Walker get high mix. I don't know if you know that one, but it's one of the classics in the dunk comp catalog, really cool. um, which is PV. But isn't that, sorry. No, you're right, Jules, go. I was just going to say, isn't that a real shame that like this is, and this is probably not, this is not on the run sheet or anything, but like people are being denied this opportunity to be as creative, as you said, like by sampling other people's work and taking it and making something else. Like, I don't know. I'm, I'm again i'm not in the video space but i would like to think that if i took a photo or if i took a video and i put it out there and someone took that and made something better doesn't that make you feel great like yeah no um, i i 100 agree with that sentiment and i think a lot of people do and it is one of those things that for instance with like a dmca takedown notice which just means you've infringed copyright on a thing so it's our bad for sometimes using tracks that we you know, that are a little bit more obvious, like a NAS instrumental or, a, you know, we used MOP's anti-up, which was the kind of yeah. fourth strike for us and the nail in our coffin. But it's because there's that, it's just a, that's strictly a mechanical element, right? It's like that Shazam yeah. technology. It just scans the internet, goes, you know, beep, 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 beep. These people abuse this. There's no human element to it. There's no, like yeah. NAS isn't looking at it going, man, that mix is so oh, good, which is, <laughs> which is, you know, some of the interactions we've had now are we're on side with Warner Music, which is who I used to work for, but they see the value in that. So I don't know if you guys saw recently, and I'd almost add that up, and it's probably a recency bias, but the Patty Mills mix I did was a real emotional yeah. mix to do for me because I was like prepping for this Boomers campaign, really invested. You watch enough videos of Patty, you just... You know, he's just an absolute the man. He's the man. And you just want yeah. to, you get so inspired. So, you know, I, I reached out to Warner and said, are you guys working any Indigenous artists that you'd like me to feature? You know, that, and they know our vibe. Like, you know, it's not like they're going to go, oh, here's the new Michael Bublé single. Can you uh, do that? Yeah. <laughs> Can you yeah. can you launch it on Dunk? Now there's please? a challenge. There's a, there's a challenge. I reckon I could probably yeah. find so. What's Michael Bublé's Canadian? We'll find like a Canadian. You know, he's a crooner. A Christmas. Anyways. You guys could that. Um, 
I feel like if there's any niche <laughs> of what I've noticed of you guys, it's just like there's some weird song or music I've never heard of, but it sounds elite to the the sport I love, and I, I don't quite yeah. understand it. Yeah, but. I think it's and it is one of those things with music is such a. I think for a lot of video editors, it's an afterthought, whereas yeah. a lot of the time we'll start with the music, or at least you know you'll be thinking about you know who do I want to do it's like yeah, it. and we'll and we'll. It's, for us, it's like a bit of a layered thing. Like I like, you know, that Patty one, for instance, they didn't have anything current, but they were like, oh, Thelma Plum and Patty are tight. She played at his wedding in Hawaii. I was like, oh, amazing. Like I knew Thelma from my time at Warner, went on Spotify and then found this remix that was just sort of, I was watching the Patty super cut that I'd done with this track. And I was I'd like legitimately teared up. I was really emotional. I was like, oh, okay. That's definitely a go. So you know, we didn't have to pay anything for that. They just whitelisted mm. our channel. And that's the conversation I'd love to happen because I talk about the DMCA thing is a very robotic strike, 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 you're out yeah, versus you're out, yeah. someone actually seeing it and going, oh my gosh, that's like, you know, you talk about influences on Instagram. I don't want to be, you know, mm. we're not there holding like products of whatever, but I feel like, you know, more often than not on a dunk comp mix people the first thing will people will be like song question mark or and we it's always there in the caption but you know yeah we just and kind of hero that as much and it is yes yeah. definitely mutually beneficial right like you're putting out this great thing the artist is almost getting like hate to say but a free um music, music video, video yeah. out of it yeah, yeah. Um, absolutely um and i think that's where the NBA just nail it in terms of when we're talking music. Mm. Okay, we're going to have some issues with music just because it's a bit of a nightmare, red tape. But the NBA are brilliant in the fact that, you know, they do let you to a certain extent. And we're I'm pretty sure the head of NBA social follows us. She's very quiet. She's never said anything, never <laughs> commented on anything. But she's followed us for long enough now that I'm like, okay, she's, I don't think she's going to delete our account. But she's obviously, you know, just keeping an eye on it. And I mean, it, it is in effect great marketing for them yeah. when you're building up a a brand and a, you know, a little cult following. But that's such an also like interesting conversation to, to have. Um, perhaps it's like, obviously the NBA has got, and America in particular, have got such a like close knit to the music industry over there. Like you always see artists in the front row of every LeBron game or whatever it might be, and it seems like they're really tight. So if if the Lakers were to come out and um, use one of the more popular tracks, and the artist was a Lakers fan, they'd be like, "Yeah, no drama. That'd be that'd be sweet." It's almost something that's kind of missing among Australian sports, and not just the NBL in particular. But imagine if we all had what, this Jules. You this don't deal. like the NBL theme song? <laughs> Are you not ready for I, Incredible? <laughs> I just wish I just wish we heard more of it. <laughs> but imagine like if NBL went out and and did a, a deal with Warner Music Group and it said, okay, every club can now have access to this catalog. Um, obviously, just got to get it approved. Yeah. How amazing would that be? And like, how much better content would there be if we didn't all have to use Audio Network? Yeah, like, oh, absolutely. And I mean, even then, when it is big brands doing it, and you know, obviously there has to then be a dollar yeah. value put to it, but that's fine. Like it's mm-hmm. like you said, it's so much better than using like some sort of generic beat from, you know, some subscription service verse, you know, and that's yeah. where I'd love to almost 
kind of have a bit more creative direction at the NBL. Just in terms of that kind of, you know, I've got yeah. these relationships building, and and we've done that because I think we did. Um, Barks's brother did a Lamello mix that I got a trippy red song cleared for. Ooh. Who I like? I talk about being into rap, but any rap post twenty. <laughs> 20- 2008 maybe i'm just so not like, all that mumble <laughs> rap and stuff anyway it fit the bill perfectly for a lamello mix um and, and we got that clear because they saw it so it is just about that having that conversation conversation and sometimes yeah. especially when it's just a social play or a video you know this stuff's so it's fast food right like all the content we make like and it's you spend so much time doing it but it is so disposable it's just like you know, we just joke about it that you kind of put something up and then the next day it's an afterthought and then yeah. you could re-up that mix in six months or like if we're doing like kind of often on Dunk Comp we'll do birthday mixes or whatever or just to have some excuse to post something, you'll always be like, okay, well, it's David Robinson's birthday today. Here's a David Robinson mix. Um, it just kind of can take off the next time you post it. And I think... Maybe the Jokic, it was, it was the Jokic mix when I first put it up, crickets, like a <laughs> couple of hearts, two retweets. And I, and I spent insane. so long doing it. And the song for that was amazing because uh, I've worked with this music producer. I had a the Joker, Sammy Davis Jr. track. Um, oh. Yeah, I know. Sony Music, if you're listening or whoever it has the cop, don't sue me. But, don't, don't. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then he basically remixed it, which is a little loophole, right? If you have a track that you like get someone to just softly change it up how to make it a bit more modern anyway yeah and it was when he did start to play well i think that's when i re-upped that mix because i was like hey check this mix out from like a year ago and then it just went bang like all the nuggets sort of broadcast people like beat writers and all those people got around it so it just it flew but anyway it's it's so good to hear you talk so passionately about these two areas in your life, which is music and basketball. I guess was it kind of a a light bulb moment where you were sitting there one day and you're like, "Fuck, I can combine these and do something special and and bring them together in a, a really cool way that perhaps hasn't been done before." Yeah, I think it was almost probably like a bit of a a sleeper cell kind of you know, recall moment of just growing up on all the VHS tapes mm-hmm. and, you know, whether it's basketball, skateboarding, surfing, that was always such a great avenue to find really good music for me anyway. And I think for a lot of people, um, and I think it was just, yeah, one of those things that was just dormant, but when I started to make one thing, the other thing came into play and I, it was definitely, it's a definitely an homage to, all the stuff I grew up, grew up on. But then, you know, a lot of those tapes had, might've had your favorite player and whoever was doing the music direction chose like a, like there's one, there's an NBA one. And there's like a Celine, we joked about the Michael Bublé, thing, but there's like a Celine Dion <laughs> no way. on this classic NBA video with all my, and it's just like, nah, that ain't it. <laughs> so it is almost like we joke about, like, I think our two, um, like you probably, you see on our, our bio it's like don't fake the funk on a nostalgic dunk which is a, a throwback um and a hat tip to an old Shaquille O'Neal commercial and then the other thing we always say is you know remixing the classics 
So it is just that, yeah. you know, just taking something you love and just putting your own spin on it. Is that the kind of, um, I mean, obviously it's it's you, but there's also a team behind um, Dunkop. So is it like, is that the vibe amongst the whole team? I mean, take us through that and how, yeah. who so else is part of the team as well? So there's, yeah, there's well, there's, there's a core group and then there's a whole heap of like people that just throw assists left, right and centre, which is incredible. Um, but yeah, the co-founder, I did, I sort of, when you guys did that graphic, I sent it to Todd, who was the, the co-founder of Dunkamp. I was like, look, oh, I, had nothing to, the <laughs> I had nothing to do with this graphic, but he was, he was fine. So he and I started it back in the day when, how we, I mentioned about, you know, the idea was to make a few t-shirts yeah. and cause his background's in sports apparel. So that was kind of the marriage there. And he and I grew up together, didn't know each other. He was always the guy at like Castlehood basketball with, you know, the elite pair of like Jordan threes. And I was like, I knew this Todd character. So <laughs> full circle, we finally bonded, met and just two peas in a pod. So he and I started it and then PV, the elusive PV, I'm not even going to say his name. I feel like it's one of those things yeah, like a dentist thing you can't <laughs> show a dentist's face. So he's just going to be PV. But PV, we basically headhunted PV. He has been responsible for some incredible internet-based basketball passion projects over the years and would always sort of kind of do one, then move on to the next one. He was involved with the downtown ball crew, flight time on tumblr baseline leaner on tumblr you know this is pre-instagram yeah. he was just he's a guy that has he's That's a the mysterious he, he's very mysterious but he's an absolute weapon in terms of you talk about being able to remember certain moments in basketball history and tie them together and i i think i have you know maybe a little you know let's say i've got an an A minus on a report card. PV's got like an A plus plus plus. He just knows everything. So if something happens in the NBA finals, he'll be able to marry that exact thing to something, you know, from the 1987 finals or whatever. Um, so PV and I do all the content. Um, and then Todd does all the production of all the stuff PV and I just have no idea about when we're doing shirts and we, he just, we just get boxes delivered to us and he's just gone and done all this incredible merchandise and stickers. And, you know, that's definitely what we're going to move into next. And then so I've got to give shout outs to like Barks's brother. Nah. Daz has done a bunch, bunch of mixes for us. <laughs> he gave, me, he gave me a shout out. But no, Daz knows how much he means to us. Um, like basically the content present that you've, all you're, you guys are aware of are all, you know, dunk comp life as Statman, Statty. When we first got into the video stuff, he like took me to this level on the NBL, in the NBL building that I'd never been to before and was like, it was real like, yes, yeah, Mike, you, uh, you like NBA, yeah? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> He's like leading me down this hallway, opens this door and there are just tapes everywhere like oh, stacks man. and stacks and he's like that's all but he's you've heard about this guy another sort of mysterious character i feel like we're like the avengers <laughs> or something but anyway um he yeah took me into his room and he's, and he's just like that's all nba so he was digitizing stuff Shit. and that's when a lot of people comment on our stuff they're like where do you get this and so Staddy's a massive part of that and definitely an unofficial 
you know, he's not in the chairman of the board's um, meetings, but he's an integral piece. And then Guy at the NBL likes always doing stuff and it's kind of good. It's just one of those things. And that's why I think Dunk Comp amplified very quickly because of, you know, ball is life. Ball is 100% yeah. life. And it's like, you know, you'd be digging for some Andrew Gaze stuff for an NBL mix and then you'd find a, you know, Michael Jordan something bit of color or something weird and then be like oh i'll just keep that one for later <laughs> or now I'll do it my lunch break. Yeah. but um yeah so it's good there's yeah so three core members and then just a bunch of people that have always had our backs and you know they, they know that we're not making money off so it's just a passion yeah strictly passion yeah but that i mean that's what's so interesting about it and like we talk about like we've talked about the day you started it started a new instagram page what it what it all sort of came from what about today though so today like instagram instagram following i'd hate to bring up twitter again it could have even been more than instagram but you've got about 30k on instagram talk us through like when you started to realize that it's getting a bit of backing like we're, yeah i guess were there any sort of moments or things that maybe someone that got around it that started to build it up i think yeah well, yeah i've got to shout out david astramskis at ball is life the u.s yeah. channel ball is life so he's like an og og and i talked about our failed podcast off record before um <laughs> david if you tune into this we will eventually get to get <laughs> our, our six hour chat um, but they were quite active in sharing it which definitely helped us grow right because it's such a niche thing and this is probably the biggest thing so i don't waffle on too long but it, it, it's such a niche product basketball and music like if you like basketball you might stumble on our page and be like you barks you were like oh you know i like the hoops and now i'm slowly oh i might not like every song but oh that song's interesting worked really well um and there may be people that just like the music they probably get a bit more get bored a bit more quick quickly but if you love both you know this is a place yeah, the place to be. And a niche Australian market, which is what we were for quite some time because it was us just sort of funneling it through to friends and whatnot, um, is always going to be hard to get those kind of numbers that we've got now. But we sort of, thanks to Ball is Life, got US eyeballs. And now 90, I'm going to say like 92% of our followers are from the States because a niche market in yeah, America wow. is obviously quite big. Um, so yeah, so I think they, it's a bit of an admin reveal when I shared your uh, thing. I think a lot of people probably think we're these cool, super cool dudes <laughs> doing this stuff and like not you are. kind of nerdy, bespeckled, like 40 year old dudes from Melbourne and Todd's up in Sydney no, but, <laughs> running this channel. That all like adds to it. Like as much as like us in this space say that like likes, follows, and however all that sort of stuff doesn't matter. Let's be realistic. Like it feels it feels bloody good. Like did you appreciate that in them? Or do you appreciate it now? That yeah, but it definitely is, it definitely cool. helps fuel you to keep making content, right? Like we all handled um, the last what oh, geez what is it now? Eighteen months longer of a global pandemic differently my thing in that initial lockdown was just i was just making mixes like i was just whose birthday is it today what have i got you know like and just pumping it out and everyone handles it differently i think you can't maintain that but that definitely helped in the you know 
fast tracking the growth a bit when you are so prolific and give people yeah. consistency. Cause I think a lot of people probably just might have like a hero tweet that goes viral. And, but I like to think we run a pretty consistent output now of stuff, but yeah, I guess you're right. There's that whole, it's a scientific fact that getting likes and everything is just like whatever, you know, releases some level of, whatever you're just like oh i've got to check and who shared our stuff and oh geez, okay, yeah. here we go. Um, and it just encourages you to make the next next one right like that's just simple simple maths i think and yeah i guess i guess on that um probably leads well into the next question but has there ever been someone that's kind of shared one of your videos or got around with one of your mixes that has really stopped and it's really actually gone oh yeah fuck this person Look at yeah. this, mum. Look at look at this. Yeah, mum. Fuck's mum. Have you heard of Steph Curry? No, <laughs> Steph Curry. Steph Curry shared. No way. PV had Ooh. done a again. PV had just somehow managed to find this incredible vision of Del Curry post the Hornets win over the Bulls. I think it was that series that's featured in the Last Dance where BJ Armstrong went off. Maybe I could be wrong, but anyway, gets the ball and just punts it into the stands and he just shared it but again it was a sleeper thing that out of nowhere maybe even months later steph curry like our mentions just blew up and how he'd found it someone must have sent it to him but i'd say steph's probably in terms of basketball resume probably the biggest uh who else I did an MBL Lamello one, which he got around just like on the sort of eve of the draft, mm. which was quite good. But again, this was all on Twitter, all these retweets. I think we do have screen caps if anyone needs the receipts, <laughs> um, luckily. And then the bet, my favourite my favorite one though is a real weird one, but because for every, you know, uh, you probably know if you follow us, but we try and highlight maybe not the big players. Like we do definitely have done mixes of the big names, but I think our part of it, another part to our appeal is that we are the people that, you know, did the Alex Caruso mix before he was even, you know, like he was Alex yeah. Caruso, but he wasn't that, you know, internet kind of meme Alex Caruso. So whether we played a part in that, I don't know, probably not, but some people, <laughs> some people blame us for like all the all-star voting and stuff. But it's like, no, no. <laughs> Um, but our favorite 90s players, so all the players that were featured on those tapes that I spoke about, Robert Ory in particular. So everyone probably knows yeah. Robert Ory, big shot Bob, but that's why they know him because he was just, he has more rings than he has fingers on one hand. And <laughs> we got, we did a Rockets mix of him because it's the Robert Ory no one really remembers in terms of this generation of people. All the heads love Robert Ory. And as a result, the mix we did went quite well because everyone was like, fuck, Robert Ory. Oh, my God, he's so athletic, blah, blah, blah. And we got this DM and it was like, oh, hi, this is Robert Ory's fiance. Thank you for that amazing video you posted for his birthday. We were at dinner when our son showed us and it made Robert smile. So many people only know him for his three-pointer days and don't realise how athletic <laughs> and strong he really was. That's so cool. Thanks for a great video. Flex that's emoji. so sweet that's um, like wholesome <laughs> it's very sweet that i was like again i mean you have those moments i guess when you're pumping out content and not everything's going to stick but that was one that we put in the group chat and i was just like 
That's awesome, though. That's, that's incredible. That literally incredible. makes everything you do worthwhile. Mm. Like just feedback like that. Like it's just yeah. a small video I think, on the I internet. Think, <laughs> yeah, I feel like, and players sometimes are a little bit, I guess, um, bashful in the sense that they're probably not going to share their own thing. But when you do see that, and I know you guys have had it, Barks, with the Brotherhood stuff, like players, you know, actually retweeting it, or like Tyler Hero and like yeah. all these people that you guys had, you know, before they were maybe you know, Tyler Hero Hero. But still, it's like uh, that, yeah, you just, it's hard not to get a kick out of that. I'm still pissed off. Like that's not why you do it. But but you do tag yeah. him in the hope yeah. that there's not saying <laughs> message you and say, at, at his birthday party. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just picture this like swanky five-star restaurant all huddled around this the video. sun's phone watching this like lo-fi potato <laughs> footage dunk comp mix and going, <laughs> anyway. So yeah, that that was my favorite. The Steph Curry's and the Lamellos are good, but Robert Ory, fiance, his fiance, yeah, is my favorite. <laughs> I love that answer. What about people that um anybody you've met through it? So you've had interactions. Have you met anybody pre-COVID? Obviously, not, uh, not yeah, pre-COVID, not really. I mean, again, being based down here, it's kind of hard, right? There yeah. was one, the only one of note, I kind of introduced myself when around those Team USA boomers games in the lead up to um, the World Cup. Lee Ellis from the starters and no dunks. He was repping your match, uh, wasn't he? Yeah. Well, no, so, yeah, with Skeets, I think Skeets. I mean, those guys, again, have been, they got on super early and have always supported us and share our stuff, which is awesome. Um, So I said hi to him and, you know, since then we kind of had a bit of rapport and, that's cool. Yeah. Because that's all it is for me. Like, it's just about finding other nerds that like <laughs> basketball as much as we do. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And, you know, that um, that tweet that went viral recently just really, I felt seen. You know, the one with the, it's like guys can literally just sit around and talk about like yeah. Uh, yeah. players. Yeah. <laughs> it's so what an attack. Because you throw around like Robert. Yeah, I know. But I was like, it's so true. Like Robert Ory, for instance, or fiance, <laughs> you know, because everyone, there's a lot of NBA fans in the world and basketball fans, but there's only, you know, you, you know, Barks, like you yeah. can kind of have these like surface level conversations. But when someone says, geez, Alexi Pokashevsky had a good rookie year, you go, okay, I can definitely <laughs> talk to this person yeah. on, on, exactly. a, on a level that transcends just, is Le, you know like lebron james or there's you know, too many whatever. there's too many yeah so there's too many of the normal lebron mixes and everything and if you want you i'm not even going to pretend to an, uh pronounce how, how do you pronounce poches i don't even know how to say that <laughs> but isn't but he's my guy isn't he's my, he's probably my like isn't guy real isn't guy real big on this doesn't even go into it but isn't guy real big on all the european non usa players? yeah <laughs> yeah yeah like guys and your brother always like revs us up about it because he's just like you guys just and i think i got caught that bug a bit from guy because he was like have you heard of facundo campazo sends me one new sends me one youtube video and this is like well before the you know the nuggets uh signing and that's another mix i'm really proud of as well actually because 
off guys hot tip and he knows that i love pass first point guards especially when they put way too much mustard yeah. on the hot dog tia dosic's long um, shot a long uh, short <laughs> lived yeah. clipper tia campazo um but yeah the more obscure euro player the better like i'm still holding out hope for lucas samanich and you know there's players that I don't even know who that is. He's, <laughs> um, on, he's on the Spurs. He's on the Spurs. Anyway, anyway, we, we can't fall down that rabbit hole. The ne- the next bit of this, um, and this is the first sort of introduction to dunk comp that Jules experienced. So your night at the Nightcat. So for those that don't know, well, I'll let you explain it. But this was really cool, and I'll I'll sort of segue into what the hell this was. Yeah. So we did a. It was actually uh, when you're doing all these like mixes over four or five years um the the idea had always been to make some sort of longer form something not necessarily using those mixes but a new york gallery approached us and said would we like to submit something for um a gallery show they were doing which was nice because i've always probably secretly looked at our stuff like art um but it's one of those kind of areas where it's like is it um so yeah, we created this mix for this, that occasion, yeah. this gallery show. And then while we were at it, I was like, I think it was the day after I'd finished one of my mates that books the night cat, um, shout out Nathan Farrell. He put up a thing saying, you know, with COVID, we've had all these gig cancellations. Is it, if anyone's got any cool ideas for events, blah, blah, blah. And I was it just, I was like, oh my God, that's could be perfect. Send him a link to the mix. And he was like, mate, we got to do that. That would be a lot of fun. So. Yeah, made a feature length mixtape. I mean, you guys saw it, but very cut and paste because when you're working to that Instagram, you know, yeah, minute limitation, it was a bit kind of, and I was like, oh, well, we can just do it like a proper old fashioned mixtape with extra little skits and VHS glitches and all the rest of it. So, yeah, I was really proud of that actually. Like, I think that was a, a moment of, I wasn't even looking at the room and because COVID it's all been a little bit kind of up in the air and you just didn't didn't know if people were going to come but people came and yeah I think that was a really nice moment of like watching people's faces watching it and reacting and laughing where they're meant to laugh or where I thought was yeah yeah, that that stuff's good because a lot of the times when you you know behind an Instagram account you obviously don't you can see the likes pile in but you're like yeah, there's, there's something a little bit empty about that. So seeing it in that kind of, you know, all three dimensions was. Really I think cool. you're yeah. you're kind of really underselling this because, um, it. Oh yeah, I'd love to hear what you guys thought of it because I I was it was such a blur for me because I was trying to DJ and then I'm trying to you know <laughs> well, go PVs. You can go with manning Jules. the popcorn. You can thing. go with Jules because I mean throw you on the spot, Jules. But I just said to Jules and a couple of people from work, I didn't even get what you guys were right because I said you're a video editing brand, which we found out <laughs> you were you weren't at the start. But I said, look, someone yeah. from the NBL runs a video editing brand. It's down at the Night Cat. Um, Jules, being the cool cat he is, knew where that was. I didn't even know cool what it was, cat. but he's like. Oh, the night cat. <laughs> the night cat. I'm in. So, what do you think, Jules? Like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, as soon as Park said um, night cat, I was like, yeah, um, line me up. I'll be there. I've, I've still got the stamp from last week, so I don't even have to pay. I'll just be like, yeah, I was in before. Now, I. <laughs> so, you didn't, you didn't care what no, I was No, I did care. I I got there and um, the music was obviously playing, and that, that got me into the mood. But I just thought it was like. It definitely had that gallery vibe to it. Now that you've said it, it 
And I think it would have been, and obviously with COVID restrictions, everyone was sitting down because dance floors hadn't opened yet. But it would have been such a cool thing to like, because the music was so great and the clips in the background were so good as well. Like to have people being able to stand up, move around and enjoy it, like from another dimension as well. Like you've got this great footage, you've got this great music and the vibe of the room was just like, we want to get up and move and, and have that. But it was, it was fucking fantastic. Like I think, the, yeah, the way that um, the way that you pieced it together in a sense that you knew that each thing was different and that that was clear, but you also knew that there was some sort of tie in in between that was going to link one thing to the next and setting up the theme of what that particular mixtape was going to be to the to what was following. Like I, the one that sticks out into my head and you talk about funny is the the Donald Trump windmill kind of tape and I. I <laughs> piss myself laughing at that i'm like this is the most perfect thing yeah, that's i've the, seen that's from the from the brain <laughs> pv he just has that the knack for like yeah i think we've both got we've got very similar taste in music but where pv just excels is that yeah just and he does stuff for the nbl as well so on game nights he'll be clipping things and he's that guy that sees the dude in the background yeah. of the background doing the funny thing, yeah. you know, whereas we all kind of just, and I'm very, I've already talked about my, you know, <laughs> lack of multitasking. I just kind of don't have yeah. that brain. It takes a particular brain. And the Donald Trump thing, for instance, like, you know, yeah, we all know a dunk is a windmill, but who would have watched <laughs> that and then gone, yeah. oh my God, and then still been able to cut it in the way that you did. Anyway, I love that you love that one. That's, it's such a, it's kind of an underrated mix because it was funny when it went up everyone's like is this pro trump or is this pro? like and it was just you know it was just is what it is right it's like a funny bit of content that just happens to be donald yeah. trump doing it and i think when he got ousted we put i re up that and just sort of said um gone with the wind or like something, something like that, yeah. and we lost followers we lost, like, 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 pro, like pro trump. all these probably for the right trump. reason no they were like Oh, okay. like, and I was like, you know, that for me, like, you know, I don't want to bring politics into it, but I mean, we sit here on this side of the world and watch that. And I'm like, who is supporting this guy? <laughs> like, this is chaos. I'm like, if you, and then, and, you know, so I was like, don't let the door, you know, hit you on the way out. See you later. And the other one for us is when we do WNBA mixes, mm. which I think some, you know, I'm repping. Yeah. Like yeah. Um, we, you know, we, get met with a fair bit of not actually not really to be honest but if people are super offensive and misogynistic and just pricks in the comments i'll just delete them because it's not like the nbl where i kind of have to maybe mute someone or or delete comments and run that sort of admin whereas dunk comp for me is such a passion project that we're sinking so much time and effort into if you show your cards that that's the yeah. human being you are it's like i don't want to I'm making these mixes for myself first and then other people that enjoy them. And you're going to be like that. It's so, so good like, having, yeah. No, I love that. That's your review of the event. Sorry, <laughs> we're jumping all over the shop, but that's, you know, kind of exactly what we'd hoped for. And I love, because my background as well with music is yeah. the DJing component. I think it's probably worth mentioning because, and I think PV sort of says that about me. I, PV, to be fair, was the one that, kind of really got me on the track of making everything really in time but that having a musical ear and being a dj 
by nature. It almost translates into this the visual mix as and well. I think even though the audio that's like hugely it. undersold and full full disclosure. Like I'm not a huge huge basketball fan. Like I love it, but in no other circumstance would I be able to sit down and watch an hour and a half of um, basketball highlights. Yeah. But what kept coming yeah. no, bringing me back in was like the music. So even if my attention was going at any stage. I'd hear the music and I'd be like, oh, that's cool. And then automatically you see the highlight that's married up to it in such a good way, in such a clever way that it's it, it, it genuinely was like a very unique but a very enjoyable experience. And I think it, it's a credit to you and the rest of the team for putting on something mm-hmm. um, something so different. In it, it's, it's definitely something that could happen more in this space. Like you say, it's not an art, but it is an art like where and diving a bit into especially what barks does like i think afl can become so linear like highlights highlights hit mark whatever but making that exciting for someone who maybe doesn't like watching it in that way but tying in music or something is a real skill and 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 makes it a much broader appeal for everyone um yeah i think you're right i think you nailed it earlier when you talked about how basketball out of all the sports is probably just so slotted Mm. into pop culture like from all the examples you gave that it is an easier thing to 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 marry up you know because like i think of afl or cricket or you know other sports it would be quite hard (laughs) you know just acdc like (laughs) i was gonna say like an adam (laughs) mix of him just like smashing sixes with like But, but on that that um, that's one thing I was going to add is that on that night, um, and this goes back to Jules' point about probably not being able to sit through an hour and a half of normal basketball highlights, but you literally had no idea what was coming yeah. next in the best possible way so because true. of the pop culture, because of the music. Like, I think part of it going for that long, if you said to someone, oh, yeah, we sat down and watched an hour and a half of basketball highlights that they post in one minute burst on Instagrams, you're like, well, on Instagrams, (laughs) good word. Um, They'd probably be like, well, how the hell could you like watch that and your attention span? But you literally didn't know what was coming up next. Yeah. And I think, yeah, it was just one of those things. Like I, um, Jules, you weren't alone in the sense that there were people in the room that probably weren't um, hardcore fans. Like my partner who I criminally, Forgot to mention as a key member Ooh. of Duncom. Oh, we can edit upset, that. But anyway, we can, yeah. Um, Kimba, my partner, is an incredible, uh, well, she's footwear designer by trade, but she's great with Photoshop. And I, I'm very creative, but I'm not very good on the tools. So I might dream up something. So whenever you see us flip logos or, you know, a lot of our merch That's designs, cool. Kimba. Kimber does a lot of that. Shout but she came up. with all the girls from her work. <laughs> and I was like, oh no, you can't bring them. And she was like, they were all just like, <laughs> like Jules mentioned, like they were all like, oh, I just want, yeah. Oh, like, the songs were good. And then they're like, oh, how hot is it? <laughs> you know, like classic, like I've never thought. Of, and then I looked at him, I was like, oh yeah. Hey, Oscar Oscar Rooster. Like, Cause we all just think of him as this kind of like class clown sort of vibe. But when you look at him, you're like, actually that's a, I can, I'm, you know, comfortable enough in my sexuality to say that's a good looking, um, good looking man. But as the shout out to the country road, um, team that all thought J.R. Smith was the, 
<laughs> Probably looking at him going like he could model in a um, upcoming summer ca- campaign. Yeah, <laughs> spring summer Little numbers. Nice feet. Country road heri- her- heritage wear. But yeah, no. Um, yeah, it was really good, and it was just yeah to put a full stop to that. It was just a quite a rewarding experience of you know giving ourselves a moment to go wow. Because when you look at it, you go, geez, there's a lot of work gone into that. Like, I think anyone appreciate, and I think for us, it was a real moment of, wow, it's a lot of hours. Because you, you know, you guys see what you see. And then I think of all of the cutting room floor, you know. Yeah, didn't make didn't, it. Didn't make it. Yeah. I think just the effort that you uh, put into putting on a night like that and planning it out, like, absolute kudos. And I know I just said it two minutes ago, but. I could easily see that being a feature in a gallery somewhere. Yeah, I think that's what we'd, I'd like to do that as the next one, like maybe make it a little bit more, you know, gallery space. And yeah, like another shout out, which I'll just, I hate, yeah, shout outs. But Seb Godfrey, who helped us with all that. I mean, you guys saw the candy yeah. bar and the popcorn machine yeah. and he's like another genius that's done a lot of stuff. I'm still disappointed like I didn't grab a chalk top actually on that night. I <laughs> know. Oh, uh, yeah, that was bad of me that I didn't really. We should have had an intermission and I, I did think that. Oh, it was obvious and Darren came across with a couple of chalk tops and I just forgot about oh, okay. We have to move on. <laughs> Speaking of moving on, and I, I just wanted to add yeah. um, one quick point of Jules mentioned he doesn't like hour and a half um, basketball mixtapes. It's probably something to do with Mike. Um, I once linked oh, him my uh, hour and a half uh, Blake Griffin. Uh, <laughs> Little documentary. <laughs> they got about fifty views, and forty of them was probably me on dark nights no. by myself. If, if that was on a graph, like the watch time of the fifty people, and say forty nine were barks, it, that would have been like the full hour, and then mine would have been like a minute, and then dropped out. It was like I'm not watching this. Yes. I love you, but just nah. support you, me. You tick that box. You're like, yeah. And, he's like, and then you're like, he's he's in the analytics, and he's like, someone just what. Yeah, mate, you watched it for like a minute. The average watch time's two. gone down significantly. Yeah. You watched it? That ha- is funny with, that is funny though, like that whole, the watch thing, you know. Yeah. You, when you do see your backend analytics on YouTube and you see them barks, but like, because when you, whenever you're making a mix, you think, of course, everyone's going to watch the whole thing. Yeah. But then you're just on a tram or whatever and you're watching how people mm. scroll through Instagram these days nah. and it is... Yeah. No. No one's. No one is getting to why TikToks are so big at the moment. But that's a discussion. Especially not getting, not getting to the end of an hour and a half. Like, um, it's like Jules. You watched it. Prove it. What happened on 2015 against the Nuggets in the third quarter? How much did he score? Um, Anyway, it's not a bit. Uh, it's, no, it's not about no. me. We'll make it about you for a split second, and I appreciate your commitment to that Blake Griffin cause. I said to Darren. And Austin Rivers and yeah. like all your other. I said to, I'm a big Terrence Mann fan. I said Terrence Mann's a good one. We can get, talk about that later. Yeah. But um, I said to Darren when I started that Blake Griffin one that this one is purely for me. I'm not going to expect anyone else to watch it. So I think that's healthy <laughs> to know that. Anyway, yeah. it's not about me. It's about you, Mike. And to, to end this bad boy... We, we put a call out to the fans yesterday and we we're overwhelmed, Jules, oh, weren't mate. we? Like, uh, I don't know. Our inbox was full for the first time ever. <laughs> oh, no. So, so oh, no. we got a fair few questions and I'm going to challenge you a bit, Mike. I'm not going to say you ramble, but I'm going to challenge you a bit to go through them at a reasonable pace just so we can get through all okay. of them because we want to get through no. all of them. We don't want any angry fans. So, okay, good. 
We'll start from right. we'll start from the top. It's like a sale of the century, like hands on the buzzer, last minute. Maybe not. I passed things I don't want to answer. You can actually. We can do it like that if you want. Okay. We'll start from the top, and Guy will appreciate that as I'm calling him the top. So he sent through a couple. First one: What is the most bizarre eBay purchase from yourself? A Michael Jordan phone. That's actually within then, reaching distance. Do you want yeah, to yeah, go for it? <laughs> Sorry, that's going to blow out time. It's actually at the opposite end of that. <laughs> oh, hang on. Okay. This um, shit is ridiculous. Whoa. So, that's not ridiculous. There's your handset at the back oh. there. And I wish <laughs> that I could is not what I was expecting. When it, when, it, when it rings, it opens up. And oh. you're not home, but there's like a mini Chicago stadium in there. That's, That's unreal. That's almost worth having Brand a landline just to, to have I know. that plugged I in. Think it, I think it would, would work. So it works. So, yeah. That's unbelievable. Next. Do you think, <laughs> do you think sorry, I'm not going to continue oh. it too long. Do you think Guy asked that because he knew that was your answer? No, because there's probably, I, like I, that was within reaching distance, but they know me. Okay, we won't go they into They know it. me very well that. <laughs> I have a lot of silly eBay purchases. You wa- you warned me that this was a bit of a taunt, but why is LeBron the goat? They were just revving me up. Okay. Michael, so Michael. to clarify, are you a LeBron lover or hater? Sorry? Yeah, Mike. No, I'm just on the Zoom to them now. I'll tell them that you are you are the goat. <laughs> right. Thanks. Yeah. Okay. Say hi to Lamella for me. We're going to have a great um, visual yeah, component to this. is the undisputed goat. Next. Great work. Process. Oh, this is a serious one from Guy. Thank you. Sorry, sorry. Uh, wait, I've got to interrupt one second. Oh, just no. Be- because you'll yeah. find this hilarious because no, I also don't. I'm not a big LeBron fan. But um, there was one that we run another podcast. and no, we run another podcast. We do another podcast at work. Um, and one of the, the players had this quote, and I think it will really fire you up. It was that, LeBron is better because Michael Jordan only used to play on plumbers. Yeah. I think that's an... Nah. It's, um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude, we'd need like... We'd need a, a, Blake, a Blake Griffin career retrospective amount of time to, um, to have this debate and we still wouldn't even get close. But, nah. do, you guys want, do you guys want to watch it after this? <laughs> no. So no can... one wants to watch that. You should delete it off YouTube. <laughs> DM me the link. Uh, DM me the link. I'll, 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 give, it, I'll give it a watch. Right. I'll watch more Thank than you. Jules um, did, like two minutes, two minutes twenty. Yeah, enjoy it over dinner and a drink. Anyway, what is your process for identifying the right music for a piece of content? Oh, it's a bit of yeah, a broad we did one. Yeah, we kind of touch on that, I guess. But more often than not, for me, it's just and PB and I have a little group chat. If we're going to do a mix, we just throw ideas in and find something that relates to that player, whether it's a nickname or you know, just giving that find look. a link. Yeah. And, and and I guess having a massive library of music definitely helps, and an ear for, yeah. ear for it. I have one like little hack which I'm not going to tell people because it's just the dumb, the dumb comp kind of you know, secret secret herbs yep. and spices. But yeah, I think it definitely helps to be a music lover, and then we can respect that. Yeah. Um, one from Luke Sakari. Favorite MSAC ref? Probably not relevant oh, to any no, of us, but no. are you are you bad with I'm refs? I'm terrible with refs. I'm terrible with refs. I've, they've got a photo of my. Um, so I hope in this chat I've come across as a kind of nice human being, but on a basketball court I am like, feral. When I was playing junior, like refs, my mum couldn't watch. I was. Oh, I've God. always had it. Oh. I've always just had this like. Anyway, 
So none of none of them are my favourites to answer that. None question. of them. Um, Darren, let's go to Darren. Oh, Darren. An unexpected basketball moment you've shed a tear to. Well, I already talked about it earlier, didn't I? That mm. like I did not expect to be making a mix and making myself cry. Like I'm a bit of a softy, but mm. um, has there been any that, others? He he may have floated a Ricky Rubio moment, or maybe you were joking about when he returned to Minnesota. Oh yeah, no Rubio. Oh maybe he's thinking. No, no he's thinking of the Kevin Garnett. Maybe he's thinking of the Kevin Garnett returning okay. to the Timberwolves. If that is, oh yeah, that will hit maybe. you smack bang in the feels it's like the there's a youtube video of it but just just type okay. type in kevin garnett returns to the Timberwolves and they play like the intro with like kanye's i'm coming home and oh. it's just yeah it's amazing i'm it's a big like Timberwolves fan so yeah i just cried yeah. i just i did cry no did i cry Daz is making up stuff maybe i did cry when ricky's probably taking that piss. or something <laughs> <Anyway>. <laughs> It makes me sound really lame because he's really under-delivered since but next. That's all right. Um, trying to deliver this in a few words or oh, a sentence. What's next for Dunk Comp? What's next for Dunk Comp? You could just say more of the same. More of the same. <laughs> no, more what of the is same. I think we'll just, if it ain't broke, just keep – I think it's that field of dreams. Like if you build it, he will come sort of moment. I mean, I'd like to think – Love it. You know, the the head of NBA social is watching, and she might eventually say, "Hey, you guys need to, you know, help us with some retro sort of Be a stuff part of or whatever." Yeah. But anyway, yeah, more of the same. Yeah. We'll just keep pumping it out, and more some more bigger things like that. We just talked about the event. I, I definitely want to do Gallery. more of that stuff. Yeah, love it. Um, I think this is Todd that you mentioned before, Toddo on Instagram. Yeah, I thanks. think. Um, favorite collector's card. Oh, favorite collector's card. Jeez, I do have a Nikola Jokic autographed rookie card. Let's go with that. Oh, I think that's probably nice. the most valuable, especially coming off his MVP. And if you want to, yeah, geez, I'll tell you what, Pokashevsky and Terrence Mann rookie cards. <laughs> Poker too. Oh, I can't say it. Top three jerseys in your collection. Three jerseys. Um, I have a Andrew Gaze Ooh. San Antonio Spurs custom jersey. We'll put that. Are these in any order? Uh, they are. Oh, can skip be top order. three. Um, I've probably got them super handy, but anyway, we won't. We don't need to show you. Uh, Andrew Gaze <laughs> Spurs custom. An Alexi Pokashevsky Thunder Earned Edition wow. Custom. And I've got a Brent Barry Custom um, that is the Clippers Brent Barry jersey with Barry 31 on the back. And on the front is White Men Can Jump in the movie Oof. font on the action <laughs> jersey. Anyway. That's also amazing. Yeah. I almost, I'll, we, we can um, sign off with them because I've got them handy. But anyway, keep going. <laughs> That's all right. Um, Sydney, one from Sydney Sea Kings, who I still don't know who it is, but this is this. I feel like this is might have been your secret answer you referred to before. But any tips for editors to help them cut to the beat better in terms of sync? They think you're the gold standard. Um, no, that's not the secret. That's just. I mean, that's just. I think I alluded to earlier as well. Is just a time thing, right? Like, it's just. It takes a lot of of time 
and we're very yeah. particular about just that the oast to the level of sort of ocd of making sure everything's like snap on beat whether you're picking the like hi-hat or the snare drum or whatever it might be like the dunks are on the whatever and it, i guess our trick is that for like our assist mixes, we won't show the finish, right? Because it's hard to kind of, it's one thing to get the assist on the beat, yeah. mm -hmm. but to then get the finish, you're then kind of entering like, oh, do I chop it and change it? So just have, I think definitely, <coughs> fingers crossed, you've got an ear for music. So I did see that on Twitter. It was a very good question. Um, yeah, I think having an ear for music helps, attention to detail helps and just, yeah picking that that one sound in whatever music you're using that's going to be the dunk moment or the color moment but i saw the action. you know yeah the reaction and i think with software it's very easy to kind of clip and you know you might need to alter speeds ever so slightly but yeah yeah all right we got um two similar ones one's from underscore bedtime underscore but it was a legit question and then 30 home games asked a similar question but um, a bit of an answer to how hard it was to access NBA growing up in Australia. Um, and is it still hard now or is it literally just manually looking through videos? Uh, yeah, so back in the day, very, very difficult because you were only kind of afforded, uh, I think Channel 10 back in the day ran NBA Action, which was like a half-hour program, which is yeah had the top 10 players of the week and, you know, some features on different players. And then they might have had like a game of the week and then there was some collegiate ncaa stuff um bedtime whoever bedtime is actually mentioned inside stuff oh was yeah so i mean if you follow us you'd know that you know we channel like i'd like to think dunk comp is like a contemporary inside stuff or nba rewind was the other segment with Ahmad Rashad that yeah is definitely you know we're kind of a new school version of that but also going back and and paying tribute to those the earlier players but it was yeah very difficult and then in terms of um uh which i yeah so it was difficult but basketball was so like popular so that's why i think the nbl really flourished back then as well because people were just so hungry for it whereas now it's difficult to cut through because everyone's got a league pass you can watch yeah and you know we all we all know like it's just what game do i watch oh god uh, uh, and it can be really tricky um, so we're spoiled for choice, which then also makes the content creation hard because like it is sort of digging through the crates and, you know, you might miss something or you might be watching the wrong game, but I guess having Twitter as a safety net, if something big happens, right, people are going to talk about it. You can you jump, you can it. jump on it pretty quickly, but it's a combination of, yeah, doing the, the cheeky screen record of um yeah. league pass which anyone that makes videos knows <laughs> and, and the nba are very you know good at uploading stuff on youtube in pretty good res like especially like yeah. the top 10 players of the day is always 1080 so you can you know grab stuff but again anyone can grab it and rip it and re-up it but to grab it put your own twist on what it, you do with it yeah is kind of the you know therein lies the yeah the thing, i guess all right, that is it. The last one you already answered about memorable connections, but thank you, fans. I think there were a couple of others, but I think Mike already answered them during the show. So yeah. well done. Thanks for listening and thanks for the questions. And that's all right. Let me. Go. I'm going to grab these jerseys real quick. Hang on, two seconds. It'll take okay. me like thirty seconds. <laughs> Here we go. Jumpers only because are coming it felt, out. Only, I feel like we needed visual 
proof right because they all sounded pretty like niche. I, was, I, I could have said anything, right? But um, oh, there it is, Gazy. So you know, that, that's kind of what people think. Is that a Rodman? And then you hit them with the nah, guys. Yeah. No, that's the silver, silver mumba. <laughs> I've got a shout out to my mate Jed. I think he and I are probably the only two people that have got. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> and then to finish it off. Uh, nice. Yeah, that's cool. On the big front. The white man. That's an unreal jumper. White men can jump. Because, yeah, we all know that's he your, won the. I feel like that's your number one. It's up there. I like the gazy. I was going to wear yeah. that to the event, but kind of. Anyway, well, I feel like I just had to show those. Cause oh, you had to. No one would have believed it otherwise. Yeah, especially the white men can't jump one. That's a <laughs> that's, that's a unique one. Very well, unique. What a what a fitting way for us to to wrap this up with that. Um, I mean that that unique collection that we'll never see again. Um, but mate, we just want to thank you for your time today. You've gone above and beyond to not only have a chat to us, but answer like all those questions that came through and and talk talk us uh, talk to us sorry about your passion project and i mean if if listeners don't get how passionate about you after that chat i don't think they'll ever comprehend it because (laughs) it's amazing the amount of time and effort that the whole team is putting into this so thanks again for jumping on and taking us into the world um it's it it's after watching you guys at the night cat and now having this chat just makes so much more sense of why everything is so big because you guys love it and that's amazing awesome no thanks jules very kind words and appreciate you guys having me on and i, I wasn't 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 egg of the week no we probably uh, no i don't think you did anything worth now We'll have to review. We'll <laughs> yeah, come back to it. <laughs> fine. You probably found something. Sorry. Mackie D out. Awesome. Thanks, boys. Julian Wallace. I feel like we say this after every guest because we're full of full of beans, full of juices, if that's the right way to say it. But I just, you come off, when you when you speak to a guest, what I'm trying to say is you feel good. You feel good about the show. You feel, I feel good about me. And I think... You're dripping in endorphins. Yes, that's what's going on. the endorphins on. have kicked right in. And I just thought it was fantastic. Um, probably a bit of a longer one than we used to, but I think it was well worth it because there was just so much to take from that. And I think the chat went in a few different directions, but it's very interesting. I think, yeah, you're right, It, but it's hard, right, because Mike's obviously got the stuff he's doing with NBL, which is super interesting, and we didn't even scratch no. the surface <laughs> on that. But then you've got this other amazing project in Dunk Comp that isn't even just that linear. It's not just videos. It's the music side of it and the, the history side of it. So, of course, it was going to be a bit longer yeah. than what um, Darren offered. But, um, <laughs> what? <laughs> I only I only say Darren because he's un, he's really the only one I can make fun of. I can't make fun of our no, other guests true. because you just can't look rude prick yeah. if that happens. But you're right. Sorry, Darren, if you're listening, I do. He'll love you. he'll be listening. Um, and you're right though because I think what you're trying to refer to is, of course, you're gonna want to you, you're gonna be more passionate about your side, your own your mm-hmm. own hustle, as opposed to exactly no matter how invested in you are into your full time gig. But um, I guess just the 
taking from that is just how good it is to see people like Mike just dive fully into basically what the hell they want to do. His two passions, he combined them, him, PV and Todd, I believe it was, and and supporting cast. He nearly forgot his partner. <laughs> but but it, it's fantastic oh. to see like what what they've done and what they'll continue to do. And also like take it to the next level. I mean, you and I were joking off this because I mean, we were joking off the side that this would this show would lend itself to a um a television kind of studio yeah. setup. But that's uh, you know, that's where it starts. Like I'm sure Mike and the crew from Dunk Comp at one stage would have laughed at the idea of having an event like they did at the Nightcap. Right, yeah. But you know, that it all starts somewhere. So kudos to to Mike. Thanks again for his time and um listeners, we hope you enjoyed that. Given that this has been a longer episode, Barks and I are going to quickly roll through two of your favourite segments in No Stories. Just egg, Sorry, just No get Stories. A, yeah, egg, of week. egg of the Week. Egg of the Week. I don't have one. What do egg. you have? Go for it. Get on with it. Got got a, got a small one. Um, Harry McKay. Mackay. Mackay. Still, still Mackay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, not playing this week in, in game, injured foot. Um, he's he was supposed to come up against his twin brother Ben. Ben tweets, uh, "Deja vu," because Harry obviously missed the last game that they were supposed to play against each other. And Harry, after it's been announced that he's not playing, tweets his brother saying, "Hey, I'll be there." <laughs> so we, this is Friday that we're recording this. Still, none the wiser as to whether Harry's actually playing. <laughs> Watch this Yeah, good eggs. Uh, a bit of brotherly, brotherly yolk, yolks. You got a boss I've got a for quick us? boss. Uh, we don't need vision for this, but NBA finals obviously are done. Milwaukee Bucks yep. winners. But I'm at bossing the opposition team. I'm bossing the Phoenix Suns, specifically the head coach, Monty Williams. He, I don't know if you saw, but post game, champagne everywhere, people celebrating whatever in the Bucks locker room. But Monty Williams, opposition head coach, as I said, comes in, stops everybody, and gives them a speech. <laughs> How bloody good is that? <laughs> just comes in and just he's such he I don't know him, but he seems like such a genuine dude and he just goes in the locker room and basically congratulates him and says, I just wanted to come in here and congratulate you and then he leaves. I'm like, you've gotta have some sort of boss. Yeah, I don't yeah. know how to describe it apart from bossing him. So well done, Monty. Um very it would be the hardest thing to do, but that was a unreal series. I think we could boss both of them for the enjoyment that we got from watching that yeah. because that was it's, it's uh, such a shame it's over, yeah, really. it is. And especially because we're in lockdown and that's what keep us entertained. But anyway, more sport to come. All that's right. It. Okay, guys, wrap it up. Well, that's it. Olympics are on. We'll watch some of that. Maybe we'll bring some Olympic content. Um, here we go. Olympic-themed episode next week. Watch come this space. appropriately. I've just called it. <laughs> No, yeah, <laughs> I don't know what I would wear, but hey, hey, and finally, before we wrap up, thank you for the questions, everyone. Like we, I think we joked. I think yeah. we joked that um, it was sort of unexpected because we didn't know Mike had such a big following. But unreal effort to get. We I don't know how many I went through, but fifteen ish, and there were more to choose from. So we appreciate it sincerely. And if you did submit a question, we didn't answer it. Very sorry, but. Um, we'd already been through two, <laughs> two Zoom <zooms>. recordings <laughs> and uh, we just didn't have the, we'd, it, it's Friday yeah. night, all right? Give us a break. Ask him directly. Slide yeah. into his DMs. I'm sure he'd answer him. He's a Do great guy. Do we have guy. a GoFundMe? Um, 
Link up, lop, yeah, link up on the schedule. Chippy, chippy, chippy. Anyway, um, a uh, side note apart from that, sorry, we're going to chuck some more content into our spreadsheet um, just from stuff that we've seen through the week. So if you're going back, check that. Always remember to follow us on YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter. And be nice to each other. That's my nice sign off. You, I mean, take yeah. your own advice though. So thanks. Thanks, Jules. Thanks, everyone. See you next week. Bye.